It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. It's time for the Sharks Instant Replay. The final score tonight, the Winnipeg Jets 2, the San Jose Sharks 1, in front of a crowd of 10,521 fans at SAP Center. Well, it was an exciting game in spite of the result, which turned out to be the Sharks' 10th consecutive loss, only the fifth time in the history of the franchise that the Sharks have lost 10 games in a row or more. But it didn't look like that way in the first period. It looked like just like an old-fashioned hockey game between two hard-hitting teams that were getting good goaltending on both ends. Mackenzie Blackwood made some point-blank saves in the first period and kept things 0-0. Rudisnik handles behind his own net, being forechecked. That causes a turnover. Jets put it back under the point. Samberg could drive safe. Great save by Blackwood. Another great stop by Blackwood. First on Ehlers and then on Morrissey at point-blank range. And now he stops another one in front of the net. Oh, no. It's underneath him, but he falls on the puck and gets the whistle. What goaltending by Mackenzie Blackwood. Five and a half into the first period to keep things scoreless. That one highlight might be a microcosm of the entire night for spectacular Mackenzie Blackwood, but we've got more to play for you in the first period as he had a chance against Nate Schmidt and he made good. Meantime, back behind the San Jose net. Tremendous pressure by the Jets here in the first period as Samberg dishes off to Lowry far side. Danita Ryder in the right corner. Flips it back to the point. Schmidt, cross ice. Now it's Samberg throwing it in front. Lowry tried to make the play on Vlasic. Couldn't do it. Now Lowry feeds it in front. Trouble. Great save off of Schmidt from 10 feet out by Blackwood. That was a great stop against Nate Schmidt, and the score was still nothing to nothing. And there were more Blackwood saves about halfway through the period. The Sharks can't clear. Kept in. Pilardi to Morrissey. Rink wide across the seam. There's Ehlers with it. Couldn't get it. Eklund trying to steal it. Ehlers the shot. And Blackwood makes another save. It has been the McKenzie Blackwood show since the start of this game. And it's still nothing, nothing because of it. That is a microcosm of everything that happened. But how about Blackwood in the first half of the first period? Just outstanding. And he was that way for the entire contest. Of course, in the second period, Connor Hellebuck started to rise to the level that he's certainly accustomed to being at. He made a big save on Mikhail Granlin to keep it nothing-nothing with about 18 and a half to go. Jets turn it over. Oh, too bad. Mario Ferraro had a man, Granlund, open on the left wing, but he couldn't quite control the puck, so he had to circle back. Now he feeds it up the right side, and it's Hoffman in front for Granlund, and a one-time shot moving into the zone in the left circle, and that's a big save by Connor Hellebuck to keep it nothing-nothing. Nice save there by Hellebuck against Mikhail Granlund, but finally the dam would crack open in San Jose's favor at 10.26 of period number two. Alexander Barabanov started to rise his level of play, and he was put on a line with Eklund and Hurdle, and at the end of a power play, a great play by Eklund to elude Josh Morrissey coming out of the penalty box, started things, and Barabanov's one-timer finished it. Pedley is over on Morrissey as Eklund flies by him, moves down the left and across the line, throws it back, Eklund goes over to Barabanov and a one-time shot from the left circle beats Hellebuck. 
34 to go in the second period, and Barabanov has a goal-scoring streak, and it's 1-0 San Jose. Goal number three on the season for Alexander Barabanov. Eklund and Ty Emerson got the assist, and the Sharks were in the lead for their first and only time. Winnipeg, true to form, would keep working, and they would stay composed in spite of all of the great goaltending theatrics that Blackwood was putting on for San Jose fans. And they would tie the game with 8-12 to go, with Morgan Barron just doing some basic hockey things in front of the net. Here comes a shot by Pionk right on save made. Trouble! They score! Blackwood couldn't quite control the rebound of that play. It was a shot from the left point, and it was, I should say, the right point to the left side of Blackwood. And it was toward the goal. It was stopped by Blackwood, and it was poked in on the rebound. Pionk got that shot away, Brett, but it's 1-1. And the puck was deflected in by Morgan Barron. His eighth goal of a season, Pionk and Brendan Dillon got the assist at 11:48, And so the second frame ended with the game tied at 1. The Sharks did not score on the power play tonight in two opportunities, including one with 11 minutes and six seconds remaining in the game. But before that, in the third at 314, it would be Gabe Velarde getting credit for the game-winning goal, but not before some great goaltending by Mackenzie Blackwood. Cross-ice pass by Morrissey to Iafano. Now Shifley back for Morrissey for a drive save, and a great stop by Blackwood on a backhand shot by Iafano on the rebound. Play continues. Shot. Club save. Oh, no. Knocked down. And it's just poked wide by Winnipeg. In front of Annette. Another shot by Morrissey wide. Big rebound in front. Fed across the ice. Winnipeg flying. It's now a chance toward the net. And it's a block by Ferraro off the stick of Ehlers from the right wing circle. Winnipeg keeps the pressure on. They can really ratchet things up when they want to. Here's the play to the net. They score. That's a shot by Ehlers. Might have been chipped in front. Velarde was at the left, right side of the goal, and somehow it slipped in. That is a power play goal for Winnipeg, a costly one against the Sharks. It is two to 2-1 Jets. Well, that was at 3-14, and Velarde did tip it for his eighth of the year. The game-winning play in the third. Ehlers and Scheifele assisting on the play. Mark Scheifele ended up getting that hooking call I was telling you about earlier at 8.54, but the Sharks did not score on that man advantage. And then as time wound down, an unbelievable opportunity that William Eklund is probably going to be thinking about overnight and maybe for a couple of days because he didn't let the puck go toward the net. Instead, from a good shooting position with the extra attacker on, he tried to slide the puck across the ice to a teammate, and unfortunately uh, for him and fortunately for Winnipeg, they blocked it. Yeah, tough one there, Dan. And, you know, worked so hard to kind of grind it out in that offensive zone. Two minutes they're out there, and finally they get Eklund with that chance to shoot in front and for whatever reason looking to pass maybe a little bit too fancy there. At that point, boy, it's got to go to the net. you got guys driving there to pick up the loose change, and unfortunately he elected to pass it, and it got picked off to go the other way. Lesson learned. Sharks lose this game 2-1. to one. They won 2-1 to one on December the 12th in regulation in this building against the same Winnipeg Jets team. The last meeting of the season in this series will be on February 14th in Winnipeg. And I suppose the one lesson that the Sharks may learn from these two games is if you play hockey like the Winnipeg Jets, you may not need to have Connor McDavid on your team, but you can win a lot of games. Well, they're committed, Dan. Every guy I saw tonight from the drop of the puck was committed to finishing checks, not letting the Sharks off the hook in no matter what zone it was. Offensive zone, neutral zone. From the drop of the puck, they were hitting you, running into you, making life dis difficult, and in-your-face hockey. And that doesn't take a lot of skill 
it, it takes just effort and it takes commitment to be able to buy into the team concept. And that's why this team is on a roll right now. Basically, it takes a refusal to yield and a determination that you are not going to be beaten. Sometimes you will be, but if the effort is there, obviously you get the results more than you don't. It is the 10th straight loss for Sharks hockey. Fifth time in club history and the first time in 30 years that they have gotten to double figures on a losing streak in regulation. Of course, they opened the season uh, with a long losing streak, but there was there was at least one to Colorado that came in a shootout, and so that's why uh, it's the first time in 30 years when it comes to regulation losing streaks. The Sharks will move on to take on the Toronto Maple Leafs. That'll be on Saturday, an afternoon contest at SAP Center. And that's where San Jose will try to break the losing skein. Final score once again, the Jets 2, the Sharks 1. That's it for our Sharks Instant Replay. This is a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.